This is TMBC. Welcome back to TMBC, coming to you from the Watchtower in a secret location orbiting around Earth. My name is Jason, and here's my co-host. Chase is my name. And we are here to... This is the best intro ever, dude. (laughs) (laughs) We're here to bring you the good and evil from all around the geek planet. (laughs) The good and evil? The good and the evil. Good, good, because good would be be too boring. But I mean, at the same time, like, it's all a matter of perspective, you know what I mean? Some people would call the Red Hood a bad guy, but some people call him a good guy. Just like, Man, you're getting too deep into it, like, right off the bat. we got to start light, lightly and then work our way into that. <laughs> Sorry for blowing everybody's mind so fast. <laughs> That's the sound of your mind exploding. That is the sound of your mind exploding. And speaking of explosions, Chase, Sony just exploded onto the news with a huge announcement that they will be signing a or did sign a five-year uh, five or five-picture deal with uh, with Valiant, the comic publisher. What do they publish? What are they? I've never read any Valiant. I don't even know what Valiant is. So explain. So, yeah. So so Valiant has. Um, they're kind of like honestly, Valiant's been around for a long time. I think there was a little while where they were bankrupt, um, but then they came back. Uh, their main character that kind of a lot of people will have heard of is Bloodshot. Um, Dude, I've never heard of that. You've never heard of Bloodshot? Bloodshot? I've heard of Deadshot. Yeah, Bloodshot is a is a valiant character. He's act, he's a bit different from someone like Deadshot. I mean, obviously with the name you can probably tell that he's a, a fairly, you know, violent. Is he a bad dude or a good character. dude? Uh he is I I mean I'd say you'd probably put him in the same category as someone like Deadshot, or not Deadshot. Uh, <laughs> Deadshot. Not Nothing that. like Deadshot, but i put him in a category uh, with Deadshot. No. With, uh, like, Punisher, um, Red Hood, people like that. Oh, dude, he sounds cool. Yeah, he's, he's pretty cool. Um, they've also got uh, other, like, they, so right now, they're, one of their main uh, books is called The Valiant. Um, it's written by Jeff Lemire, who recently was writing uh, like Green Arrow. He now took over Hawkeye. Um, he like basically it's it's the first, not necessarily the first time, but the first like main um, book that Valiant has published where their characters share a universe. Um, so you're saying yeah, Sony, you know, effed up Spider Man. Apparently, I enjoyed him. Now they're going to go and try and do their own entire comic book. Yeah, so, yeah, basically like they're Marvel's going... doing great, DC's starting to do great, now Valiant's just like, well, we want to make movies too. Yeah, well, and, and Valiant's been looking to do movies for a while, but the thing with a publisher like Valiant is obviously they need to, you know, give the rights to to a publisher or to a, a studio to make the movies. Um, and, and they so, chose Sony? Which, I mean, honestly... With with the changes that Sony's made, I'd I'd be glad to give them a second because I mean Sony's still producing the main si- Spider Man solo films. They're yeah, just, but we don't know how those are going to go yet either. We don't know, yeah, but I mean they're making the right decisions. They're letting Marvel have have creative decisions and come in and help them with producing. Kevin Feige is one of the producers on the on the Sony Spider Man movie that's upcoming, and so I mean they're making a lot of good decisions. Um, 
you know, I mean, there's debate on whether or not the well, they kind of have to. Universe. I mean, they're kind of stuck because um, Amazing Spider-Man two didn't do so great. So, um, yeah, they're kind of you know stuck. Yeah. They had a, they could either try and keep going or yeah, well, deal with Marvel, the powerhouse of uh, comic book movies. It's nice that they're kind of doing both. You know, I mean, they're they're letting Marvel do a lot with Spider-Man, but then they're also doing all their Ghostbusters movies plus now the Valiant movies. Um, some other notable, uh, lines that, uh, Valiant publishes are Archer and Armstrong, which has been a really successful line. Um, Harbinger was, was really successful. Ninjak is a newer one. Um, Rye was, was pretty successful. Um, Exo Manowar is another really notable one, but basically if they, if they do what, what it seems like they're doing, they'll probably set up a bunch of different solo films. So I have a blood, you know, bloodshot solo film, uh, probably, you know, four solo films and then a main, the Valiant. I don't know how that's going to do. I mean, they've had, if it's not like a DC or a Marvel property, like people show little interest. Like what's, well, what was that one with the, the, the spirit who makes the spirit? Uh, the spirit was actually, um, independently published by just by, uh, Will Eisner back in the day. But that's, I mean, that's kind of a different thing. Like they're not going to be relying on, on people recognizing these characters. They're well, just yeah, trying to make cool can't. movies I with mean, them. Not a lot of people. You don't even know half the people. Yeah, no, I don't. Listed, I don't so. know tons of details on them. I basically know the names, and and some of them I've read a few issues here and there. But well, it'll be interesting to uh, to see like um, a new comic book Adaptation. publisher making movies. Yeah, and I mean, you know, they want to get in the game. I mean, it's it's about it's business the perfect is good. time. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think it's a great idea. I think that. Uh, you know, it'll it'll be just like you know any other action franchise popping up that you've never heard of before. I mean, it's you know just business as usual for these movie studios, and I think that there are a lot of really interesting stories to tell with these characters. I've heard really great reviews on a lot of these Valiant books, um, and honestly, this gives me a little more interest. I might go and pick up a few. You gonna put a <clears throat> make a shelf a Valiant shelf on your? Probably not. I've got shelf? I've got my indie shelf, and so I'll probably put Valiant with like the Image and Dark Horse books. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I don't think I'll buy enough Valiant to fill an entire shelf. I guess you're just not a true comic book fan. I guess not. I guess not. But speaking of people who aren't true comic book fans, let's go to a movie that Michael Bay is producing. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> More explosions. Um, so TMNT 2, we may or may not have uh, covered the fact that Stephen Amell was uh, announced as, as playing Casey Jones in the upcoming uh, Ninja Turtles sequel. Um, but is he gonna grow his hair out? I'm assuming probably. He better. I mean, <laughs> freaking that Casey Jones is one of my favorite characters just because he's a bad a with long hair, mm. dresses up as a vigilante, and beats people up with hockey <laughs> sticks and such. Yeah, no, I I love Casey Jones. Um, and one a couple of characters that people were really disappointed didn't make it into the first Ninja Turtles movie along with Casey Jones were uh, Rocksteady and Bebop. Um, and they just barely announced that, uh, more mutants for the Ninja Turtle. Exactly. Universe. They'll be making it, uh, Rocksteady and Bebop will be making it into, uh, the, into the Ninja Turtle sequel. So what are they going to be like? One of them is a giant pig and the other one's like a rhino. A a rhino? Yeah. He's like a, a weird rhino with a mohawk or no, sorry. Uh, no, the pig has a mohawk. Yeah. No, yeah. He's just a rhino. Well, that'll be well. That'll be interesting. I mean, we have these giant. Tur- you know, the original turtles um, in the comic book were only like four feet tall. Like, yeah, 
Yeah, and now they're like... And they all wore the same colored mask. They did? Yeah, they all wore red masks. It wasn't until they uh, got animated that that they made it, that they uh, gave oh. them different colored masks. Dude, I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. Dude, was it for real, like, the... Uh, um, the comic books, the original comic books by uh, Kevin Eastman um, and Peter Laird were awesome. Was it was just like four little Ninja Turtles with red masks that kill people? Yeah. Well, they, I mean, a lot of them weren't even colored originally, I don't think. Um, I think they went back and recolored a lot of them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was basically Daredevil. <laughs> like, it was... That sounds cool. Yeah, no, and, and that's where, like, you know, the, the Foot Clan... It's just a play on Daredevil. Daredevil had, you know, the the hand was the ninja group. The hand, yeah. So they call it the foot. Yeah, they called it the foot. The for Ninja Turtles, like it was, it was pretty much just like a a combination. Mostly, it was inspired by uh, um by by Daredevil, but I think he pulled like a, a few other little you know tiny things into there. Um, but yeah, it's pretty funny. I think. Wow, uh, that's cool. I mean, yeah. and speaking of Daredevil. We will be getting season two next year. Is that right? Yep, season two next year. Um, it'll have new showrunners, but uh, it will still be so new they, showrunners. What's that? The showrunner is the person who who just you know is in charge of keep making you know keeping the show on track, uh, deciding the overall story of the season, um, all those uh, basically like the story in general, the plot and all that stuff is decided by the showrunner. Oh, um, nice. season one was originally created and the original showrunner was drew goddard um he directed the i believe like the first episode maybe first and second episode and then he dropped out to to jump on the sinister six project with sony um and so then they're still doing that right um they're they haven't announced whether or not they are officially doing that however drew goddard is still working in the spider-man universe for sony what I'm guessing is that he'll end up being the director for the Spider-Man solo film hmm. because Marvel really likes Drew Goddard. Joss Whedon really likes Drew Goddard. Um, and, and Sony obviously really likes Drew Goddard enough to pull him from Daredevil. Yeah. Dude, you know what I noticed? We get off track with Spider-Man all the freaking time. Yeah. Spider-Man's it's just like guys. Spider-Man, too. We'll, uh, we'll be talking about something else. They'll be like, oh, yeah, what the heck is going on with Spider-Man? Because Spider-Man is probably... You got the most interesting situation right now. I know he's he's pretty omnipresent. He kind of always has been. Um, uh, but yeah, so so Drew Goddard was originally running it. He dropped out, and then Stephen Denight um, was was the showrunner for most of the season. Um, however, since Goddard has his commitments with Sony, and Stephen Denight has um, commitments with something else, I don't think he said what his other commitments are. Um, but he's not able to run it. So they, the new showrunners will be, um, Doug Petrie and Marco Ramirez. Uh, both of them worked on season one as producers. And so it's not like they're just bringing in new people. Um, but it's, it's pretty exciting. And so, and Steven tonight and Drew Goddard both had worked with Joss Whedon previously on his TV shows like, uh, Buffy, the vampire slayer, angel, uh, firefly. So they were kind of like, they were writers with a lot of Whedon's shows. And that's, I think one of the reasons that they were present in the Marvel projects um and so the these new showrunners um i think let's see one of them has also worked with joss whedon i believe it's petrie yep uh petrie worked with uh with joss whedon on buffy angel uh yeah just buffy and angel um and then ramirez uh was one of the writers on sons of anarchy as well as uh, orange is the new black 
Nice. That'll be cool. I haven't even finished the first season of Daredevil. Yeah, you? I haven't either. I've been taking it slow. I really want to like give myself time to like watch. I'm kind of watching it like I would watch most shows. So I'm sort of like spacing one, out my one episode. episode a week. Yeah, I've gone a little like sometimes I've gone a little quicker than that, but I kind of just want to like watch them all and like find out because I don't know. I'm like I always forget what ha- what's going on because I do that with Gotham. Gotham yeah. is like the first show I've actually watched regularly mm-hmm. um, when it comes out, and I always forget what's going on. Yeah, I kind of do too. But, I've I know I've I've been kind of wanting to cheat a little bit on Daredevil, but I'm trying to stick it through. I'm gonna know. cheat. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it one of these days because yeah. I, I watch like two episodes, and then I get I'm like God, it's so busy. Yeah, but, I know. That's how I am too. I'll watch two, and then I'm like, oh crap, I got to do this, got to do that, whatever it is, you know. We've we've both been working on a lot of crap lately, uh, and um, it's hard to do like uh, a podcast because um, we can do it a, a, once a week for and talk about Gotham each week. Mm-hmm. Um, but Daredevil, everybody everybody listening right now has probably already seen more than what we have. Probably that's that's a bad thing too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. We should we should be better about. Well, that. We'll, we'll step up our game. <laughs> we'll sacrifice. Yeah. We'll watch speaking, all the movies before everybody else. Dude, speaking of stepping up your game, did you see the second Fantastic Four trailer? No, I didn't. You didn't? No, of course I did, man. Okay, good. See all the trailers, dude. What are you doing with your mic? Hold on. Let's just let's figure this out. Get your mic situated. I'm gonna mute it really quick. Get it situated. It's fine, dude. What's wrong with it? Sure. You've been messing with it for the last like five minutes. I've not touched. I just barely touched it once, man. No, you've been messing. Because with I keep it moving up and down. Time. We got new chairs in here. You took All away right. my bed. I know. I can't just chill. I gotta sit up like a like a grown up. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> All right. Fine. We'll we'll keep going. Sorry for that derailment. I, just, like, <laughs> I need a recliner this, in here, man. I just kept hearing this tiny little like. Shifting whenever you. Well, like, I moved the, the mic, mic and I was like, "Oh crap! Did I turn? Did I turn the the mic off a little switch?" Is I'm like making sure it's on. It's like <laughs> oh, very discreetly. Sorry, I'm sorry, oh, guys. Oh my gosh, jeez, man, All you right. had to point it out in the middle of the show. Had to, well, I mean, they were hearing the sounds of your mic being adjusted. So, um, so what that. what did you what did you think of the second trailer? Yeah, I think the the thing is freaking huge, it's giant. For yeah, sure. he's like a giant, like giant rock. It's like, did you gonna have the same voice for that as the like the dude? Oh, we haven't heard his voice, so I don't know how yeah. it sounds coming out of like that rock thing. I'm sure they'll probably uh, um, use some sort of like uh, voice enhancer or something like that because it sounds like the this I'm a giant rock. Probably, I mean, you know, because if you think about it, like you're turned into a rock monster, it probably does something to your organs, so your voice would probably get pretty gravelly. You think it do something to your organs? I mean, you'd just be like the same on the inside, just with rocks on the outside. I feel like it would have to do something to your organs. Well, like the original Fantastic Four, they mm. do like an, an ultrasound or something, or mm. like x-ray vision with rocks, and like his lungs are like rocks. Oh, in the in the movie? Yeah, in like the, the cheesy movie. Film yeah, that's right. With the suit. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll have to find out. Um but I I actually, I really liked it. I'm still curious to see what the story with Dr. Doom is. Um, I well, he am, goes into the, like the interdimensional thing with them yeah. and they leave him there because they, something bad happened, you know, obviously. And then they leave him there. Mm-hmm. I'm and, just curious to see which changes they've made to Dr. Doom and which things oh, they've kept the same is what it basically. It's about the character. Yeah. Himself. Yeah. Cause, Cause I mean, there's been like the rumors that he's like a blogger or whatever. I mean, he, I guess he might be, I don't know, but he goes like the, the, preview clearly shows that he he goes in gets left in this weird dimension yeah i was thinking i was like what is the movie about anyway Mm -hmm. like they go there they get their powers and then 
does like Doctor Doom come out, or like they keep going Probably. into this weird interdimensional like dimension? The thing. negative zone. Negative zone. Um, okay. I I'm willing to bet you that yeah, like it's it's mostly about like Doctor Doom trying to get revenge. You know, um, it's all the same as like the first one. Then. Yeah, I mean, it'll probably be fairly similar to that with some minor tweaks and changes. Um, because I mean that is kind of the original Fantastic Four story anyway, you know, before they started getting into all the different stuff with, like, the Inhumans and Galactus and Silver Surfer. Um, and so, I mean, I, I, yeah, I bet your first movie is probably just going to be pretty simple, you know, setting up the characters and introducing Doctor Doom and his revenge story. Yeah. Um, and we got to see a little bit of um, each one of their powers. Yeah. Because the first trailer doesn't show much other than the guy has his hands on fire. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, a small glimpse of the thing. Yeah. Um, but this one you get to see, you know, Reed Richards stretching and you get to see the pow- um, invisible force fields and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. A little bit more, not a whole lot. Um, and you get to see the human torch flying around a little bit. Yeah. I, so it's, it's cool. How, I was kind of see how they're doing it. It's a little, it's different than the first. Um, it's more dark and gritty and like real life and more mm-hmm. serious. As the old ones were more playful and comic book. Yeah, this one so. definitely like it. It looks like there's playful moments, but it, you know, obviously, it seems like the overall plot is definitely not near as playful as the uh, the old ones. I didn't see any like there's like, like there's like the moment between uh, uh, Human Torch and Fant- and uh, Mister Fantastic when Human Torch puts his fist out and Fantastic and Mister Fantastic like slaps it like he's trying to high five or whatever. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? Oh no. yeah. There were a couple little moments like that that were like yeah, but those aren't like the same as the the same um, from the first Fantastic Four. No, that's and that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that like the tone is completely different, but it does have some tiny little moments, you know, playful shots. I think kind of like Nolan's comedic Batman relief trilogy. Yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, because so. I mean, in Nolan's trilogy, there was you know little comic relief moments like that, but uh, in general, they definitely had a more serious tone, and I'm sure they'll do that with this. Yeah, well, I think it's cool. I mean, they're taking a, a tone or a different vibe of a movie than all the rest of them are right now. Yeah. Um, since Nolan's trilogy um, ended, we that's like that was like the and we thought that was like the end of the dark, serious, realistic um, superheroes. Um, but this one is going to be a more yeah. similar to that. I like that it's because I mean we can obviously see that like Batman v Superman is going to be a, a pretty you know a dark movie. Um, but, yeah, but they'll like, play on to like the the comic books a lot. Yeah, they will. I, I like with this Fantastic Four movie that it's not not only like does it seem to be a bit more grounded, but that we'll get the chance to like explore the negative zone. And it's kind of like it's it seems like they really are trying to stick to the to the roots of the Fantastic Four are are essentially a group of of science or you know a science experiment gone wrong. And so they're it it looks at least like they're they're sticking trying to keep the scientific part of it, like exploring the negative zone and, and the science of what happened with their powers. It seems like they're trying to keep that as, as a main plot line. Well, that's cool. I mean, I'm excited for it. Yeah. And I, I really liked the, uh, the Dr. Doom shot, honestly, like his mask. I can't, I still can't tell if I like the way that his face and stuff is. I didn't, I, really I didn't get a it. good look at it. It's like, like melted metal kind of on his face. It looks really cool. And he's got like big tattered robes and everything. So it's enough to interest me. That's for sure. And I, I just want to point out really quick, all the people complaining about how jagged the thing looks, go and check out Jack Kirby's original drawings of the thing and tell me that he looks too jagged. If it's good enough for Jack Kirby, it's good enough for me. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) You're still on that. I'm still on that. You're still pissed. Oh my gosh. He's a rock. Get over it. 
Rock turtles pose true. a little culture. I mean, look at like if you look All at most haters. of Jack Kirby's drawings, he's he's fairly jagged. Like his rocks are sticking up from each other, and he does a lot of shading to show that there's different texture there. Um, but anyway, speaking of uh, the dark and gritty movies, we went and saw an IMAX uh, trailer for Batman v Superman. Even though it was leaked Even and then released leaked. early, we still went because you know that's what we do. And let's be glad we went. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm glad. I was almost kind of wanting to bail. You called me up, and I was like, mm-hmm. you know, it's already been released. Right? I can tell you're you, like, you are. dude. We're going. I'm like, all right, all right. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's first of all, just a huge thank you to Zack Snyder. Yep, Zack Snyder for doing what he did. So you rock. If anyone hasn't heard what happened with this. In reaction to somebody recording and releasing the the trailer to Batman v Superman, douchebag, total douchebag. Yeah, um, I, I almost watched it. Like I had a split second when I saw it on Facebook, and I was like, I'm "Like, hey, it's released!" And I clicked on it, and I found out that it was mm. it was like that. So I shut it down, and I'm like, "No, I gotta wait. I gotta see it." Yeah, in uh, good quality. I don't know yeah. why anybody'd want to see something like two days early and crappy well, quality. Like it ruins it because like it's the same when like. Um, like for instance, this is just what I'm relating it to, but like when Blink-182 got back together and started touring again, um, or like when they, when they started releasing new songs, they were playing them at their concerts first and people were like recording them at the concert and stuff with their phones. And I'm like, no, I don't want to listen to their new songs for the first time in this crappy recording quality. You know, I know you should be able to, the to view it or whatever it is, like a song or a preview or a movie yeah, how in like artist. how it was intended to, exactly. to get the full effect. I mean, me and you are both movie buffs. If you're a real like movie buff and you're into movies, you 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 could be patient patient and watch it how it was made. You yeah, know? exactly. So and uh, so yeah, what what Zack Snyder did, and the reason that I I'm giving a huge thank you to him is that yeah. he in reaction to it being being leaked, he decided that all the people who signed up for passes to go and see the IMAX screening of the trailer would also get guaranteed tickets to a screening of the movie a week before of the entire movie a week before it's released next year. Yeah, so we have passes to that. And if you do too, then awesome for you too. Yeah. Good but that's for you. I mean, you that's went to so the... awesome, dude. Yeah, that's really cool. And um yeah, I'm stoked it comes out what March 16th, I believe so. Next year, so I guess we'll be seeing it a week before then. Yeah. In the same theater. Yeah, I, I'm um, just so excited. Like, and then the posters they gave out, and the last little clip at the end of the preview. That yeah, uh, if you haven't heard, they they added a one sequence. It was about like two, three seconds long. Yeah, and it's just um, it got leaked too. Yeah, I which, saw that it got leaked, which yeah. is disappointing. Yeah, after he said, he's like, I know. He's he said he's like, please do not record this, but you know, people don't listen and yeah, like to break the rules. Anyway, it was awesome. It's uh, you know, Superman gets already down, crouched. Takes off towards Batman. Batman does the same thing in his huge freaking armor. They, they collide, clash, and then, then you see the logo. Yeah, so it's a, it was a really short, but it's mm-hmm. really cool that they added that. You know, a little something extra for people like us. Yeah, um, that want to go out and see it in IMAX. So so cool, so um, awesome. And we got these posters. Um, if you haven't seen them, they're the Batman with the Superman logo over the the top. Yeah, like ripped then, out of the head or ripped over the head. Like a, it looks like it's like a yeah poster of of Batman or a poster of Superman, and then somebody ripped ripped it off in in the shape of their logos. Like, yeah, yeah. But if you look at the the Superman one with the Batman logo, that's like it looks like Christopher Nolan's Batman. The logo. Ri- so yeah, like you, you can see that like the logo itself 
is like the the Ben Affleck Batman, but then the rips around the logo kind of give it like the same shape as Nolan's. Yeah, it's like it's like straight across because yeah. the new one is like big and like like well, really you tall. Can see, you can see that it's got like it's got the shape of the new one as far as like where it's gray, but then the rip, the white outside of that. Oh, like I, yeah, I see what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah I can see how it's, like it looks taller, but yeah, it's it looks the like rips. a combination of both. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Yeah, but, I like it. And uh, yeah, talk about the new suit for the Batman. Oh. Um, Really cool. He's got the. They go back to the. It's a really traditional comic yeah. book. They got gray, and I'm so stoked because I love the gray on Batman's suit. Yeah. And this is the first time in cinematic history that Batman has a gray suit with like awesome. utility belt, and it's not like armor. It looks like I told you. It looked like yeah, it, paper mache. I know it kind of looks like paper mache. I think like I think well, it looks at least cool, though, when but. yeah, when it's on display, it kind of makes it look weirdly like paper mache. But in the movie, it it looks like sort of Kevlar. Like a, a, yeah, a Kevlar looks, with like a little bit of really armor, tough in it. and like to sh- like really smooth, kind of, not smooth, but like um, like fabricy almost. Yeah, like it's like one piece. Like a yeah. lot of them are like armor and um, yeah, and there's yeah. like tons of different sections and pieces. And I like with this that you can that it looks like it's been worn into like tons of battles and like sewn back up and and all that stuff. Yeah, and his cowl, dude, it it looks amazing. Like he's got the and he neck. can bend his neck. Yeah, like well the traditional like ones where. It looks like his neck. If you look at it, you can see like those little yeah, like things his, in your yeah. neck, and um, it's like flexible. Jugular. You see in the preview, he bends his neck and gets out. He looks yeah. really cool, and it's got a really cool texture to it. Yeah, but th- and this is the first one that he has um, a beard, like facial hair, right? There's no other Batman that had. Look at that. That's like like stubble, stubble, like yeah. Which is um, cool because Batman has had that in the past. But. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like in in Dark Knight Returns, he was pretty stubbled, and there's been like in the comics, it's happened a few times, but I don't, I can't recall it ever happening in the movies. Oh. Um, yeah, and then I loved in that last little scene it showed when Superman's getting ready to charge at him, you could see just how bright and colorful. Yeah, his suit's like way suits. way more colorful, yeah. which is really cool because like it was really dark, and I liked that. Mm-hmm. But now he's like Superman, Superman. Yeah. So his the the yellow is bright, and the red and the blue oh, looks, looks like, so good. Bam! Yeah, it looks really cool. I'm so I'm so glad that they're that they're that they did that. You know, because like that was one big complaint about Man of Steel that a lot of comic book fans had, which it wasn't. I liked it. I thought it looked cool. Yeah, I thought it looked fine, and I didn't like a lot of. This is the sad truth about a lot of DC fans is that they really like to find things to complain about. Um, granted, they have had to suffer through more bad movies than Marvel fans have, <laughs> but. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I liked it just fine, but I do like that they sort of, that they did listen to the fan feedback. You know what I mean? Like, they listened to, to the fact that people didn't like the Man of Steel outfit. They listened to the fact that people didn't like the, the Batman voice in the Nolan trilogy, you know? like. Well, I wonder how they're going to do the Batman voice when he's not in his ro- robot suit. Because in the robot mm-hmm. suit, I mean, it could be the same voice for both. You know, he yeah. has it for the same one. But, yeah, you can totally tell it's not Ben Affleck's voice. Yeah. You can kind of tell if you look at his chin. I keep mm-hmm. looking at his chin, and I can see Ben Affleck. Yeah, and I'm like, I, I don't mind. The that. suit looks really good, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously, you can get past that. The one thing I'm excited for that that you could see in that trailer is that the Batcave is finished. It's finished. Yeah, like it's it's a fully done and re- and like renovated Batcave. In the well, Nolan trilogy, that was my biggest pet peeve. Yeah, they didn't even have it in the Dark Knight. Yeah, the fir- the first Dark Knight. Well, yeah, in Batman Begins, they had a cave, and then in The Dark Knight, they just used that stupid bunker. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't have too many complaints, but... I didn't have complaints. It's cool to see that it's like, this is an established universe with Batman, and I I also read that in Suicide Squad, Joker's going to spend most of his time in 
Arkham Asylum, Ooh. and he'll be a little bit more built like the Dark Knight Returns. Oh, yeah. Turns. Well, if and, you look at if you look you at his can, Instagram pictures, he's freaking he's pretty ripped. Oh, he's getting jacked. Yeah, yeah. So he'll be he'll be bigger. And I heard rumors of scenes where he'll have his shirt off, like working out, and really? he'll have scars, like tons of scars from just getting beat on by Batman. Yeah, as so, long as they don't do that weird Frank Miller dragon tattoo on his back. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. That was weird. I was yeah. like, oh, he's got. I never knew about that, but yeah, it's something that Frank Miller did. I don't know why he did it, but he did it, and like I, I just think it's really weird. But I don't. I it's, it's not that dumb. I mind it that much. I don't know. I haven't read any. I just saw it, and I yeah. thought it was weird. We might end know. up reviewing that that specific book next week. But anyway, speaking of book Maybe. reviews, well, I wanted to I wanted oh, yeah. to talk about continue talk. Um, just one more thing about the established universe is that Gordon is going to be dead. Joker already killed oh, him. Really? Yeah. Because what I heard um, explained was that um, Nolan did it so well, the relationship between Gordon and Batman, mm-hmm. um, they wanted to change it. Oh, I gotcha. And isn't um, Batgirl supposed to be the commissioner now? Oh, uh, Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon? Is that Police his wife? Commissioner. No, his, well, so his wife and his daughter. They named his daughter after his wife. Yeah. And um, um, Robin is in the universe um, Jason Todd has been killed okay. previously. Well, and they're looking rumors that they're looking to do a Red Hood something. Yes. Right. So, so well, the rumors, the rumors that they're looking to do Red Hood are accurate. But, dude, that's the coolest thing ever. That is awesome. So the Jason Todd death, however, did you by chance take a look at the leaked set photos of the graveyard? If you. Is that what you were telling me about? This is what I was telling you about. Yeah, it was. You didn't want to. You want to, you know, ruin it for me. I, I asked you. If it was Robin, didn't it's, it? It's not Jason Todd. Jason Todd is not one of the main characters who has died. Well, don't say it on the podcast. You're gonna piss everybody off. Well, okay. So if you don't want to hear any spoilers, then uh, give me about. Let's see. <laughs> you gotta time it out. Give me thirty seconds from now. Thirty seconds starting right now. Uh, let's see. 30 seconds starting now. Do you want to hear spoilers, Chase? F, dude, who died? Dick Grayson. No. There is a, there is. I was going to guess that. On the set, there is a headstone that says Richard John Grayson. Are you sure it's not his dad? Nope, that's his name. His dad's name is Jack. Dude, freaking Nightwing doesn't die. He becomes Batman. I'm going to be pissed if they kill off Nightwing. This could so or it one, was photoshopped. Are you sure it's real? It it was a real photo. Um. Okay. People just coming back in after the thirty seconds. Give us another twenty seconds. <laughs> um. One <laughs> possibility seconds. is that that headstone was placed there to mislead people. That's the possibility that I think. I don't. I, I think. Seen I think it would be. It. I mean, Nightwing's too good of a character. So. Stop. Okay. People coming back in. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hope you didn't um, hear anything that you didn't want to hear. It, if you didn't want to hear it, or if you stayed, continue listening. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was just talking really fast. There. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, I. It could be misdirection. I hope it is. I think it is. I hope so too, and and I think so too. But yeah, going back to the the Jason Todd Red Hood thing, it I would be awesome to see. Even talking about movie. Jason Todd, I guessed who you were talking about. I think they can guess, and you eh, might there's still off. there's still three possibilities. Now you just totally made it sure. Actually, there's still four other possibilities. Yeah. Not now it's definitely clear what you're talking about. Maybe. Good job. Eh. 
Anyway, we gotta get we gotta get what into what um what we're talking about. Well, we did skip um the the Force Awakens trailer. Oh shoot, yeah, we totally so, need to talk about. We'll that. We'll talk about that for a little bit, and then we'll go into the Winter Soldier review. Finally, I finished Finally. it. Jeez, man, been waiting yeah. on you for so long. I know, I'm sorry, but I finished it, so you're welcome. Yeah, and um, I finished this, it today. So, and you watched, you fresh. read the regular Winter Soldier collection, right? The the main Winter Soldier title, not the the Captain America Winter Soldier story. Yeah, this is Winter Soldier. You gave it to me. Yeah, I know. I'm just clarifying, clarifying for, the for the audience. The audience, okay. I'm not I'm talking like, to you. Well, you read that one, right? I'm like, I read the one you gave me, man. So, yeah, yeah I read um, it. Winter Soldier, the complete collection. Cool. Yeah, so this is the one that happens sure. after the Winter Soldier's been introduced and he gets his memory back and all that stuff. Um, so, let's, yeah, let's talk about the Force Awakens trailer, man. What, what were the moments that really stood out to you? Dude, the chromed stormtrooper. <laughs> I want to know who that is. Like, he's just like walking. He's got a cape. He's chrome. He's got mm-hmm. this big gun. And he's just like walking like a bad A. I want to know who that is. Like, he's got to be special, someone, unless it's just like something that looks cool, which yeah. it might be, but I, I hope it's like someone just bad A. Yeah. I, so I'm curious about a few things. So I, first of all, I haven't really read um, anything past the, uh, the Return of the Jedi. Um, as far as like Star Wars extended universe or anything like that. And so I know a good amount about like the Star Wars universe up until about Empire Strikes Back. Um, and then anything out of that after that, I am nearly completely out of knowledge on. And I don't even know if they're sticking to that for these movies. And so I'm really curious about what the heck is going on with all the stormtroopers and like the flags and like that, their huge army. Yeah, there's like... Well, there's a guy in the background. If you see the stormtroopers, mm-hmm. like someone's leading, like the Republic. Is that? Yeah. Well, is that, I it's the, I don't think it's the the like the, the Empire. Empire. I but I don't think it's the Empire anymore because they overthrew the Empire. They they took out Palpatine. Yeah. So someone else has got to be in control. And um, that one black stormtrooper is not mm-hmm. happy about being a stormtrooper. As you can see, every time he takes his helmet off, he's like, "Oh no, I hate this." Yeah. So it's we don't doesn't tell you much about what's going on. It mm-hmm. just kind of. Freaking adds more questions than, yeah. than answers. That's the thing, and he, which is okay because uh, that's what I like. He hasn't even said anything in this movie yet. That's what, or in any of the the previews yet. John Boyega, the the black stormtrooper, he literally hasn't said a single word in any of these freaking Not, trailers. There is no words in the whole trailer, other other than whoever is voicing yeah. over. Which who is that? Like Skywalker? Do you think it's Luke? Yeah, that was Luke for this trailer. That was Luke. Yeah, and the guy that puts his hand on R two D two. Why has he got a metal hand and not his? Like his skin hand, that what's in the movie? Maybe it the he skin decided, deteriorated. Like, I want to be cool, man. I want to be cool. I want a metal hand now. Yeah, who knows? Um, it might be somebody else. No, I, I'm. I, that's Luke. That had to be Luke. It's, he's sitting there with R two and all that crap, and it's Mark Hamill's voice. So it had to be Luke. Yeah. So, um. But no, I'm just really curious because I mean, we keep seeing him like he's the main person we're following, but we literally know nothing about. It. We don't even know if he really is a stormtrooper. Like well, he might be undercover. Yeah. Because it's not like that's like never anything, happened in a Star Wars any, movie yeah, before. Anything that you can think of can be a possibility. Yeah, I love I love the stormtrooper redesign though, the new helmets and like the slightly changed outfits and stuff. I didn't even know they were different. I thought they were the yeah. same, but no, they're they're, they're designed to look like this. The old ones, like they're designed to look very similar. Like they they look like a logical continuation of of the old ones. Since yeah, this is coming right the, after the those prequels, movies. they had like full on like suits like that would be in modern movies now. Yeah, yeah, but. I like how they're using a lot of the old filming techniques, yeah. especially when they're looking into the, the cockpit. Yeah, I like, like that a lot. And like, it looks Dude, almost 70s. It's the cool. The X-Wing footage is so sick. Like, oh, when they're flying around and they yeah. like fly into the, the 
freaking booster of the yeah, and that big when they're ch- when the Tie Fighters are chasing the the Millennium Falcon through there, dude. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. I I I literally like that's the that's the footage that has me the most excited. Honestly, is like the just the dog fights. Yeah, because they have so much good technology and the, all the you yeah. know shots we've seen look amazing. So yeah, and then dude, my I almost cried at the end of that trailer. Yeah, dude. Chewy, we're home. Oh, so good. Ah, that's cool that finally get to see. And it's like thirty years later, apparently in the in the movie, and it's been thirty years now. So yeah, they should have given awesome. Chewy some gray hair. I think gray hair yeah like around should. you know like around like kind of like a dog gets like around his nose and stuff like maybe that. maybe they did i don't know i didn't pay attention very, very i was much. looking at it he was he was looking he was looking pretty youthful maybe it's chewy's younger brother his son or something why would his younger brother be named chewy they're not creative <laughs> <laughs> all the other wookies have other names maybe it's chewbecca his sister <laughs> <laughs> and then chewy chewbecca you know, chewbecca chewy's sister chewbecca or chewbacca He's a. Oh, that's that's already his <laughs> name, it. Chase. Dang it. So, so dumb. Chewbacca. Chewbricka. I don't know. I tried to come up with another name. You can, we'll just out. leave it at Chewbacca. That's Chewbacca. that's good. Enough. I ruined it. I'm sorry. All right, man. So let's let's get into the Winter Soldier here and, and finally give some people some closure that Open read it, it probably two months ago and then have been waiting for us to cover it since then. Dude, wh- when was the last time you read it? Uh, when I said I was going to read it, so a few weeks ago. So I'll probably need you to refresh me on. I've had it for over a story. month. Story. I know you've had it forever. You said a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago is like two weeks ago. Anyway, no, what do you what do you remember from weeks. from it? Uh, I remember the plot line. Uh, spoilers, obviously, for anyone who hasn't read it yet. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. So <laughs> I remember the. Uh, is that our new sound effect? Yeah, you're welcome. Are you uh, muting me? Is that no, what you're reaching for? <laughs> okay. Um, I was just adjusting <laughs> something. Um, but the so I remember the the sleeper agents coming back. I remember um, Black Widow uh, getting you know brainwashed and having the part of her brain that remembers her relationship with Bucky taken out. I remember. Uh, let's see. Bits and pieces. Okay, yeah. I, I I finished it today, and the last one last week last. Um, so there's there's like three stories. the The first one is uh, let me get a name on it. Can't remember what it, what it's called, but it, it's um with Doctor Doom, mm-hmm. and um they're someone's trying to frame Doctor Doom. It's basically how they get the three sleeper agents. Okay, there's three, three sleeper agents that uh, Winter Soldier trained back in the day. Yeah, um, but they've been asleep for a really long time. Someone buys the codes to them and wants to use them. And uh, two of them, one of them's already broken out, and that's for a later story, which mm-hmm. is the story I, I liked better. It was like Broken Arrow and Hunting Black Widow, mm-hmm. which is really cool. But the first one, um, I didn't, I didn't really like it that much. Like the art and the story was a little confusing, especially with the art. It was like so dark mm-hmm. and um, complicated. Like I couldn't, I didn't, even, couldn't even pay attention very well because I don't, I don't like look at the art a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I kind of just let the art. Um, guide me through what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of hard when you can't really tell what's going on in the art. Um, but yeah, it's uh, they got Doctor Doom in it, and they're like teamed up with Doctor Doom, trying yeah. to um, someone stole a Doom bot and made it look like Doctor Doom and was trying to start a war or something. But yeah, so oh, that's cool. I I like I like the like the interpretation that they had of Doctor Doom in this, where he's just like super crazy egotistical talks in the third person and like that that was actually really funny for me yeah, um, he didn't seem like ve- like very much of a bad guy 
on like yeah. they, they have to break into his place and they obviously get caught right away mm-hmm. and well they do make it seem like they're like oh, i don't want to mess with dr doom because he's one mean dude yeah yeah and uh just broke the mic stand but yeah it's really cool and they got to go fight fight him um one of them actually he likes and he ends up having to kill him he gets killed <laughs> which just sucks and there's a girl yeah. with a robot eye yeah it was i i really liked uh and i i really liked the the second story um was kind of my favorite the one the second story was a lot better with leo nova novachev or something like that novachek russian name yeah Anyway, he's the one that got broken out um, early in an earthquake, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess that's bad for the memory. It screwed up his memory, and he spent like 10 years not knowing who he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once the other ones were activated, it kind of rebooted his um, missions that he yeah. had in his head or something. And uh, he comes back, and he's trying to... He's just messing with Winter Soldier because the war is over, so mm-hmm. he's just making his own spy games up. And it's really cool because he just keeps getting the better of Winter Soldier. Yeah. And uh, Winter Soldier is um, supposedly dead. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot going on um, with that. Yeah, I I really like it. And he, he honestly played like he, in the end, really wins. Um, yeah, it ended so sad. I mean, because Black Widow tricks him into thinking that he's after him Yeah, when he... Um, misdirects Winter Soldier and steals, um, kidnaps um, Black Widow. Black Widow and reboots her memories from the Red Room when they were training to be, you know, bad guys. Yep. So messes up and erases all her memories of Bucky. Yeah. And they can't. They can't bring him back. back so. Yeah. And that like that that part is like the saddest one to me. It's just like they had this relationship. Bucky's freaking in love with her. Dude, move move the actual pole and not the the mic stand part i like to swing it man it's fun (laughs) um but uh no they so they erase her memories of bucky and he like he's totally in love with her and and he you know like the you can he doesn't realize it until he she's gone and he's like you know he's like lost without her and he's like losing it and even he even does um what the leo tells him to and reboots his memories um, when they catch the yeah, and reactivates himself, yeah, he reactivates himself, and they just in attempt to try and find a clue of you know play his game and yep. you know find her, and oh, it doesn't man. end up working out. Yeah, well, Wolverine when freaking, has to come in and fight him. And, yeah, Wolverine and what Daredevil showed up as well. Well, he goes to hunt Daredevil. That was his mission. That's right. Is to hurt somebody that she that cared Natasha about. Cared about. Apparently, yeah. she cares about. Daredevil, I didn't know that, but yeah, I think they're pretty close in the comics. I haven't read tons of different comics that involve both of them in them, um, but the little that I have seen, they've been yeah pretty friendly with each other. Um, but yeah, man, I mean that's just like that's brutal for him to have to, you know, come back out of it and realize that like she's totally back to normal, except she doesn't remember. Yeah, him. She doesn't. I kind of want to read the, like the next story to see what happens because um, like she's got to get her memories back, or do they just like? play from there now that well the the next story after that was pretty much uh the one that that we read which one the black widow story that was after that yeah that was remember that or you might you didn't read uh all the way up to that that one the issue where the winter soldier shows up um but they kind of have like this weird exchange where like he's holding back and like he doesn't like there's a few things that he wants to say but he doesn't say 
just because, you know, like he knows that she can't remember him and he doesn't want to bring anything like that up. Um, but that's really, and I think there's a couple of, of story arcs in between there, but that's one really the, the continuation of this story. Um, well, art changes like a ton between those two different stories. Oh yeah. Well, the art changes a lot because this is a winter soldier book and the other one's, you know, black widow's title. And so, yeah, well, you know, what pissed me off is, um, Leo at the beginning, he's like this John Wick looking dude. He's got slick back, short, dark hair. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden he's got long, brown, flowy hair and he looks like a creeper. Yeah. I mean, I was like, why, why did they change him that much? Different artists, like that's that was the hard part with that book is that the artists changed quite a bit, and so like it's in the middle of an arc. You can't just change the character's look. I mean, yeah. the Winter Soldier, his hair grows and gets shorter all the time. That's really weird too. Yeah, but look how long his hair is right there. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, it's just because the like different artists interpreted it different. It like I guess short. Yeah, see, look, yeah. He's creepy. Yeah, but. He's a really cool character because you know he's, he's, he's always one step ahead and he's leading them where they want him, uh, where he wants to go. Well, and he had the last him. laugh, you know what I mean? Like he, yeah. When they get the Black Widow back the first time, they're like, "Oh, sweet, got my Black Widow back," and then <laughs> it, that was part of the plan. Yeah, like he so. he manipulated her and then she just freaking takes him out and leaves. Like, and there might be more of him too. I kind of like that character. He gets um, in the end, he gets put away. Mm-hmm. He. Um, Winter Soldier was like, I hope I killed him, um, but they didn't, and he was laughing when they brought him back. Yeah, um, to life. Yeah, so I don't know what's up with that character because at first he's just like a hobo, didn't know who he was, and all of a sudden he's. It's because got- he's a sleeper agent, and he was reading. He was reading the papers every day because there's there's a specific phrase. That's how the sleeper agent works. That's right. There's, that's there's how- a specific phrase that wakes him up. And so he basically all he knew was his training that he he had to scour the papers every single day. And then once the day finally came that had something that woke him up, whatever phrase it was that woke him up, he he sprang into action. Yeah, but why did he go into like some crazy spy game with Winter Soldier, like trying to get him? Because he so he looked at it as because he saw the Winter Soldier. He came back and he was like an American hero. This is after Bucky has been Captain America. He sees Winter Soldier as an American hero, and he's like, "That guy trained me, and now he betrayed Mother Russia." Oh. And so he's looking at him as a traitor, like the guy that trained me is is you know turned his back on our on our country and everything that we believe in. You know, I'm I'm going to make this right. So he just goes crazy. Yeah. So he just yeah goes. Well, he crazy. tries to he get back Black Widow too because apparently she trained with yeah um, Bucky. I didn't know that. Yeah, Black Widow was in the KGB and they they knew each other. So in the comics, Black Widow and Bucky have known each other for pretty like their entire adult lives how did how did black widow stay alive for so long pretty much like a kind of like a super soldier serum and the sliding timeline in marvel helps a lot too sliding timeline yeah they for every like four years it's only one year in marvel time i mean in the comic books they had um captain america frozen right yeah and then comes back cap was frozen and comes back but then the reason that he was able to survive from being frozen was the super soldier serum um, and then Black Widow, like with Winter Soldier, he was, you know, he was put under and then woken back up and put under and woken back up. Um, with Black Widow, I think that was the same thing. Like they put her on ice or something like that. But what about Nick Fury? He's older, right? Yeah, Nick. Well, Nick Fury is is old in this. I mean, he's he's pretty old. But he actually almost dies in this. And uh, Jasper Sitwell Sitwell gets killed, which sucks because yeah. isn't he like the smart guy and he's like the one that everybody actually likes. Yeah, in in the comics, yeah, they they really liked Jasper Sitwell, and you could see in that in that book that they relied on him quite a bit. Yeah, I'm at the, I'm actually at the scene right now where um 
they've captured Black Widow mm-hmm. and they uh they're trying to fix her memories and then she gets woken up and once Nick Fury walks in, wakes her up, she mm-hmm. tries to kill everybody. She kills everybody, shoots Nick Fury, um, and then Jasper isn't quite dead, jumps up and saves him mm-hmm. just in time, which is sad because he was a cool character in the beginning. Yeah. And now there he is. I liked Jasper. So, well, it was funny seeing his name, though, because he's the one that was working for Hydra in the in the Winter Soldier movie. Really? Yeah, he was the that guy with glasses. Dude? Yeah, the bald guy with glasses. Nah, that loser. He dies, so. Yeah. He gets pulled out of that car, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, he gets thrown out of the car by a Winter Soldier. Maybe he's not dead. Who knows? I think he's dead, though. I hope he's dead. Yeah, he was in. He's uh, he was actually in the Marvel universe for like four movies. He just was yeah, like a side character. Him. I've seen him before. What else was he in? Avengers, uh, and then he was also in the one shot um, with uh, with Coulson. They were talking to uh, the consultant, um, Coulson and and Sitwell are like talking to each other in the. Uh, like donut coffee shop where uh, Tony was at when he was talking to Nick Fury in oh. Iron Man 2. Yeah, I swear I saw him in another movie too. It was had to be one of them, like an Iron Man or something. He might have shown up in Iron Man 2 along with, uh, um, what's his face, Coulson. Because him and Coulson worked together pretty much. Yeah, but he was working for Hydra. He was a bad guy the whole time. Yep. You bad. never know who's working for Hydra, man. They'll get you. Cool. What else you got got to say about this book? Um, I, I just really liked it, and I think anyone who like if you read it and didn't read the Captain America Winter Soldier story that sort of introduced Winter Soldier, I would definitely go back and read that one. That's sort of the story that the uh, the Winter Soldier movie was was largely based on. Um, I read that right after I read this, and and really enjoyed it. Um, and then there's a couple of Winter Soldier stories after this. They had um, Winter Soldier: The Bitter March. Which is was really interesting and very different from this, but uh, it's an awesome Winter Soldier story. And then now there's uh, Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier, which is the current Winter Soldier um, ongoing series, and it's basically it's sort of like Winter Soldier in space. Um, there's a lot of convoluted story behind how it happens uh, with like the Marvel Original Sin event and stuff like that. But if you just pick up the series and start He's reading in space now, yeah. If you That's if you pick weird. up the series and just like read the the introduction page to the the book itself, it'll pretty much explain everything you need to know. But hmm. those are the two series going on right now. But I would definitely go back and uh, read Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Um, but apart from that, uh, I mean, is there is this? I would recommend reading it. Um, the first story um, is all right. It's pretty good. It's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of weird it's got um you know dr doom like i said yeah um they're trying to he's faked his death and everything but definitely broken arrow and hunting black widow mm-hmm. is, a, is a really good story the widow hunt widow hunt yeah, it, was, it starts with hunt i swear hunt or black widow. i think it was called the widow hunt um widow hunt yeah hunt for widow something like that anyway um yeah it's in the winter soldier complete collection uh trade i really did like the the second half of of this trade the first half was was good enough um but then yeah i would definitely i would definitely recommend captain america the winter soldier um quite a bit just because it was it was a really great introduction to the character there are a lot of familiar moments from the movie um but then there's a lot of sort of changes that i think a lot of people will enjoy but um yeah, I mean it's it's 
really a good story arc, and the Winter Soldier is a great character. Uh, it's super fun to to sort of get into his head and, and read his stories. Uh, but I mean, thank you all for listening. Uh, be sure to check out our Facebook, facebook.com slash that might be cool, as well as our Instagram and Twitter pages at that might be cool. Um, and also send any questions, feedback or letters to us at feedback at that might be cool.com. Uh, and we, I mean, if, if you want, if you let us know in your email, we could even read them on the air. Um, black widow hunt, black widow hunt. So we were both right. Okay. I just found it. We were anyway, back to right. your, but yeah, uh, send us any emails and also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, anything else? Any last words for the people, Chase? Rock on. All right. Come back next week. We'll be here. Same bat time, same bat channel. Bat channel? It's, it's what when do you used, post these? It's what they used to say um, at the end of the Adam West show. Same bat time, same bat channel. Um, um, but uh, no, I usually I try to post these on Wednesday. Okay, because it's so. Tuesday. But the, the, oh, it's Wednesday right now if you're listening. Yeah. Unless you later. Sometimes I don't know, somebody anyway. sucks at getting over here to record on the right day. So Dude, doesn't end up this is Wednesday. the first continuous week we've done this. We've got, this is, we've we got did it last Tuesday, running. now it's this Tuesday. Three and weeks running now. We, Boom! The episode's on time, so let's try to keep that streak going. All right, next week, tune in. All right, later. See ya. <laughs>
Nuclear. There's nothing between the C and the L. It's nuclear. No, nuclear. 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 There you go. Not lair. Claire. Lear. You're you're saying it like there's a U in between the C and the L. No, the it sounds like it says something like nuclear. No, you're saying nuclear. Nuclear. No, stop. I thought I'm saying nuclear. No, you're not. You're saying nuclear. It's the same thing. No, it's not. Nuclear. No. Nuclear. There you go. I'll kill you. However you want to say it, man. No. When did he become a Expert in thermonuclear astrophysics. Last night. Is he the only one that did the homework? 